Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of the Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Welcome to a bonus episode of You Made Me Watch. As always, I'm Mike Bobbitt, hanging out with my lovely wife, Allison Bobbitt. And this is a bonus You Made Us Watch episode, yes. hanging out with my non-chesty bestie, Dennis yeah. Berziak. And Dennis, you made us watch Mandy. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I told my mom about it, and uh, she's like, what was it about? And I was like, well, Nicolas Cage was a lumberjack. And she goes, nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's as far as my mom got into it. Oh, I wish I, I would have said he was that. I'll, I'll do the very quick rundown. Um, it's uh, Nicholas Cage is a lumberjack living out in the middle of nowhere with his wife, and a um, Manson-like cult gets a, a hankering for his wife, so they summon what Allison called. Guar on ATVs. No, I was going to call them low-budget Guar in the dark, but I get it. (laughs) To uh, help kidnap uh, Nicolas Cage and uh, his wife. And then the uh, Charles Manson dude, Ned, played by Ned Dennehy, uh, pulls out his dick. <laughs> Nicholas Cage's wife laughs at him, so they hang her in a pack and light her on fire. In front of him. In front of Which him. was so yeah. fucked up. I mean, yeah. like... And then uh, like, Nicholas Cage goes on reaction. a drug-fueled uh, revenge using the F from the Celtic Frost logo in the form of a giant axe, axe. that he just happened to be a blacksmith. Probably right. from an earlier movie. Lumberjack yeah. blacksmith. Yeah, there's Lumberjack nothing, blacksmith. There's nothing Nicolas Cage can't do. That is true. He's learned how to do everything in his in, in, in his movies. Yes. yes. And then he uh, he gets revenge on everyone. Yeah. So It's pretty much, yeah. It was like two movies in one. It was like a horror cult just the, movie, just the two movies and then a revenge movie it was two movies and a slayer video and a yeah. romstein video yes and a slipknot video all in one yeah it was so fucking metal it was the most it, metal thing it was very metal and um also somehow very boring at times yeah where i, I was like that. why in- they just keep throwing different filters on someone walking in slow motion 
and then just going in and out of focus. That's called art, Allison. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so this is an art film. That's called writer-director Panos Cosmatos really like Zack Snyder movies. Oh God. <laughs> I was trying to describe it to somebody at work, and she was like, did David Lynch do this one? I was like, no, but I feel like the director really liked David Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> the cult summons demonic bikers who got too much LSD or something. LSD come drink? So I don't know what that is. They, why it's a life like they, a salve. They turned into slipknot. <laughs> That's war slipknot bikers. Right. One of them got the knife dick from the movie seven. In the movie seven, it's like a giant, like insane knife dick. This it was a just, giant insane knife dick in this movie too. No, it was only like that. It was bigger than that. Um, for all the listeners. Yeah, for all um, the listeners. Allison just held her fingers about seven inches apart, I That's think. Exactly yes, right. so the equivalent of four of my penises apart. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I feel like the one in seven was like four feet long. I don't remember that at all. I don't remember. I remember that in seven, I remember it being a regular sized penis, but. No, 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 because it had all the like razors on it. I haven't seen seven in like. 20 years so i don't know i just remember it was like a full piece that had like supports and stuff because it like arced up it was like insane looking. i find myself really wanting to watch kevin spacey movies no. now now <laughs> yeah you've become a fan recently yeah not How so much of his you? acting <laughs> <laughs> i really like his just... dad his oh, neo-nazi God. homophobic dad well oh, the good boy. news is that kevin spacey was found not liable in his sex abuse suit brought by anthony rapp i hadn't heard that I like oh, wow. Anthony Rapp. Breaking, Breaking news. news. <laughs> Breaking news here on the on, on You Made Me Watch. You and almost by, said Truthcast. I almost said the Truthcast, yeah, because... <laughs> you but I didn't, on that one too? And then you called me out. Thank Should you. Should I modulate your voice so you can be Dennis the Cthulhu? Yes. Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh, all right. All I'm right. going to the toilet. Don't I'm going home. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The level of modulation that I used on your most recent episode of the Truthcast was... Negative 3.33. Because I figured Dennis the Cthulhu is only half evil. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That seems fine. Yeah. But I like it because it gives him a real Buffalo Bill sound where he's like, oh, yeah, you guys was, haven't been reading my message board? <laughs> it, was a lot, it was a lot easier to understand than the you last guys. time I was on. Yeah. I think last time I went 666 and I was like, uh, oh, that might have been too much. Heavy. When I do uh, <sighs> Brett Mercer so, as uh, Radar, I do him as negative 420. <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds So welcome back great. to the Truth About the Truth cast. <laughs> I'm Dennis the Cthulhu. With me, as always, is yeah. my friend Mike and his friend Allison. Oh, friend. oh wait. <laughs> She's more than my friend. <laughs> Yeah, we're just friends. <laughs> She's my baby mama. They're very close friends. Yeah. yeah. Very close. I was getting a... <laughs> I was putting a chair in the back of a van with no windows. <laughs> what, are you, what are you about a size 10? <laughs> I was like, hey, can you, can you give me what a What size are you? Yeah. Give me back my dog. <laughs> <laughs> give me back my dog. Put the lotion in a fucking basket. <laughs> oh. Tangent time. Yeah. Welcome to the Ted Levine cast. <laughs> uh, oh my god! So, so you've been on like a real horror movie kick for the last couple of years now, or yes, last few years, five or so. You've been going mostly like eighties, and in fact, at first you recommended Motel Hell, which I assume is an eighties movie, right? Yeah, it's a real goofy eighties movie with. 65 year old rory calhoun as the uh as the, as the as the slasher villain hell yeah as opposed to this which was 
1983. I can't believe this it's came up the year before Fast Times at Richmond High. Oh my God. And Nicolas Cage looks so much older than he looks in Fast Times at <laughs> Richmond High. It's amazing what you. they can do with makeup. Yeah. And I think <sighs> Tom Savini was involved. Yes. He did look a lot more like Tom Savini than he looks. <laughs> So I was telling Allison earlier today that Nicolas Cage's wife of 14 years left him right before like filming this movie. So he put all of his like anguish and rage and grief into it. And it shows like, yeah, like Nick Cage always goes like turns it up to 11 because it's metal is either going at 11 or he appears to be drunk, which is what Willie's Wonderland was. So (laughs) he's either crushing it or he is barely there he had a scream coach for this movie too really i would want that job so badly just to coach someone on how to scream so they don't destroy their voice can you imagine you just have like a a soundproof studio and you get like <laughs> nicholas cage in your basement and you're just like all right Let's channel scream. no 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 more blood curdling just man. let it all out okay let's read let's read the stage direction of this scene parenthetical scream like you mean it (laughs) (laughs) could they have cast a a more the girl that i don't remember her name the woman who played his wife in that movie she was Mm. just she had a weird like ethereal she did look and feel to her yeah one thing that i noticed is i'm like okay they dyed her hair like an unnaturally dark color like it's her name is Andrea Riseborough. Yeah, and if you look at her picture on IMDb, you're, yeah, she doesn't look anything like she Mm-mm. does in the movie. No, I feel well, like they... she doesn't have she isn't bathed in just red light. Right, yeah. right. Everything in this movie was bathed in red <laughs> yeah, light. Yeah, they kept her or really purple. pale. Yeah. The lighting department of this movie <laughs> was uh, tail lights. <laughs> yes, I feel like they A lot of gels. Yes, yes, <laughs> they like bleached her eyebrows or something, or like lightened them up in some way so that. Or they didn't put makeup on them. I don't know. And then they kept her hair real dark and long. Yeah. So she looked like... She, don't don't take this... I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but she had kind of a Tilda Swinton vibe, like a young Tilda Swinton vibe. I see that. Just kind of weirdly, slightly androgynous, kind of weird. Yeah, but, you know, like... But still hot. But still kind of like a fairy or like yeah. a pixie kind of thing. Hey. What? Not PC. Hey, oh my God. She they um, like to be called Faze. I am gonna kill you. I'm sorry, sleep. you just don't play enough Dungeons I just and Dragons. Wish that you would stop. listeners. This is my favorite part of the podcast. Is As a me? listener is listening to this weird listening to this back and forth between Mike and Allison. It's the best. <laughs> listeners, this is my favorite part of the podcast where I have another tangent that's just an inside st- joke that I want to go off on, but I'm gonna restrain myself. <laughs> Just a heads up, I forgot to take my medication today. So oh, God. Okay, back on track. Let's no, be, boy. Let's be a little bit careful. They also did all this, like, crazy animation. Yeah. Yeah, it. there were animated sequences of his wife after she died. Okay. I think yeah. they were like, all right, that's a wrap on her. And then I they were like, ah, oh, fuck, we still like, need to uh, All right, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. I know a guy. I know a guy. I know a guy. <laughs> so they just, like, because in the beginning of the movie, she's like, she's an artist, I guess. Yep. So she's drawing this whole scene of like a woman being burned and becoming like turning into a phoenix or whatever. I was like, yeah, okay, so she's going to be on fire at some point, which is what happens. And then the revenge is her rising from the ashes or whatever. 
wow, you found this movie deeper than I did. Wow. And I know I, it seems like I liked it better than you did. <laughs> you definitely did. <laughs> if you liked it at all, you liked it better than Allison did. <laughs> Allison kept saying, what did you do to piss off Dennis? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't as big a fan as you were. I was like, what the hell even is this? That's, I, I like weird fucked up movies. I do too. But this... Um, How high was, were you when you watched this? Yeah, that like, was were you rather, on drugs <laughs> when you watched it? to figure out. Pretty high, probably high. Yeah. So high, maybe drunk. I don't remember. That makes okay. more sense to me because I was like, I feel like if I was really fucked up, I could get into it. But I am with child currently, <laughs> so that's not an option for me. Uh, that's unfortunate. If this came out in the '80s during the peak of me really being into metal. Mm-hmm. I could see this easily being one of my favorite horror movies because it is so metal. Super metal. It might be the most metal thing that's ever been. (laughs) Yes. This is more metal than the band Probot. I don't know Probot. That's okay. I believe that's Dave Grohl's like dream project where he's like, I just want to play metal stuff with like my metal heroes and stuff like that. So he'll just do one song where he's like, I wonder if I can get Tom Angel Ripper from Sodom to be in. And then he does. <laughs> you know, like, okay. Yeah. I can't believe you don't know Proba. I don't. I'm going to have to look that up. I mean, number one, it's a Star Wars name for a band, Imperial Probot. Oh, I thought maybe it was a play on Lobot. You're a play on Lobot. <laughs> yeah, I am. You should, <laughs> listeners don't know, but I do have a Bob cybernetic penis. implant <laughs> around <laughs> the sides of my head. Mm, that explains it. is short circuited (laughs) Um, yeah you'd probably dig (laughs) I don't know what more to say about the movie other than man Allison's mad at you this this episode is tangent the podcast okay here's the thing so essentially what happens is the cult drives by her while she's walking in the woods they're like walking around looking at shit because I guess that's what she does because she's an artist Allison, I, I feel like you consider yourself an artist, and it's like you don't. Do you not just walk around looking at things, trying to be inspired? Look, we all do that, and I think that's lovely. But normally, when we walk around, was... it's looking for our vehicle with fierce determination, <laughs> trying to ignore the fact that our child is screaming because he wouldn't get the dump truck that he wanted because because he... he had a meltdown inside a Target, and now yes. we're like, you don't get rewarded yes. for being an asshole. It's very and... tunnel vision, <sighs> you yeah. know. The cult sees her and the cult leader is like, I need to have her. And um, they're like, absolutely no problem. So they abduct her. And then obviously he she laughs at his penis after they do some weird shit to her. Which like, is weird because it's they, a nice penis. Didn't, didn't they drug her? Oh, no. Maybe? They stung her with that. That's right. With that wasp thingy. Yeah. That they with pulled that out of a- murder wasp yeah. that they pulled out of a jar. They're like, here, let's just get you with. I was. I thought that was going to go somewhere and it did not. I ended up having a nightmare. That I kept getting stung in the face by wasps. That's creepy. It is. Yeah. That was my scariest part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's a really big ass wasp. All it did was just make her hallucinate. I'm like, I feel like that just happened because they were like, I have a really cool idea, you guys. We can just, instead of a needle, it's a wasp. This movie had a chainsaw fight. How can you not like a movie it that did. has it a chainsaw It had a chainsaw fight. fight with a regular chainsaw and a mega chainsaw. <laughs> yes. And I was like, 
Yeah. <laughs> Nick Cage is walking up with a regular chainsaw and the cult guy is like, oh yeah, I got one of those too and drags it out. It's a huge fucking chainsaw. I was like, all right, well, I know Nick Cage is going to win, so it doesn't really matter. Nick Cage wins by basically, does he like trip him or something? No, he lassos the oh, guy yeah, with the chain. he lassos him with a chain and makes him fall on the chainsaw. You know how he learned to do that? Ghost Rider? Yep. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> Damn it. You motherfucker. Oh. Um, yeah, this movie was the most metal movie since Ghost Rider. <laughs> also, the cult leader, this was pretty laughable. So he kills everybody and he finally gets to the cult leader that he's like, all right. <laughs> I love this part. And uh, he's just like in his tidy whities in a pit. He's just like vibing in this round room. And the head from the lady with the white hair comes flying oh, yeah. in, and he goes, "Ooh!" <laughs> and he kicks the lady's head <laughs> and kicks her head away. I just love like he's telling Nicholas Cage, "Like you can't kill me. I am your god. I'm your- I have all of this." And then Nicholas Cage grabs his head, and then the guy's like, "I'll suck your dick." He's like, "I'll suck your dick, man." I was like, "All right, well." Oh, this movie was great. Masculinity is so fragile. Oh my god. And then he just explodes his... Here's the thing. Nick Cage is on super drugs. Why was there a tiger in this also? Like, the drug guy just has a tiger. because it was originally going to be like a lizard or something, but then they decided a tiger was cooler. (laughs) 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 Legitimately why. (laughs) Tigers are cool. Yeah. And the guy's just like, I don't know, some kind of weird... What is happening? He He can sense that Nick Cage is there, and he's like, hey, man, what's up? Nick Cage literally says nothing the entire scene, and he's like, hey, man, it's cool. This is my tiger, Jessica. I can't remember the tiger's name. If she's not freaking out, I know you're cool. Like, what? And then he lets the tiger go, and he's like, see you later. Like, what is happening? (laughs) The tiger was named Lizzie. Lizzie. Oh. Bye, Lizzie. The tiger just leaves. I'm like, okay. Why did there need to be a tiger? They paid for a tiger. They needed to use it. There was so much stuff that happened that I, that made no sense. Also, why did Nick Cage need to go to that guy's trailer to get a crossbow? Well, it was literally just, they should have called that scene exposition. That was what that guy was there for, to be like, oh yeah, there's a dangerous biker gang. He's like, yeah, I've been watching. super drugs. That was Bill Duke, man. Okay. Somebody's got to explain what's going yeah. on. I just feel like we... He's like, oh, and I made you some special arrows. Bill Duke co-starred with Arnold Schwarzenegger in both Commando and Predator. How do you have the most metal sidekick dude and not put him in your Nicolas Cage metal homage? And literally have him do nothing but sit in a chair and just be like, hey, man, there's a dangerous biker gang out there. That's who it was. He was 75 years old when they filmed this. I just feel like he was either unnecessary or completely underutilized how dare you how dare you both put me through that movie <laughs> well see originally i wanted to do motel hell which is a lot more fun yeah how but did mike you... wanted something scary or something that wasn't just mike, silly what the fuck you said it was all dennis's fault he, he blamed you he, he threw you under I, the bus i wanted to show you motel hell because it's another weird goofy movie like the last couple I've you brought do to realize you. this was also weird and goofy right there yeah, wasn't anything was scary kind of, it was also real fucked up motel hell is just dumb yeah the last movie you made us watch was frankenhooker which was fucking hilarious yeah and wonderful 
and wonderful, mostly wonderful. Okay, mostly Completely hilarious, wonderful. but very wonderful. It was, I don't know if I'd say wonderful. Frankenhooker may be one of the top five movies ever made up there with The Godfather. That's <laughs> right. Dare you. Godfather, Gone with the Wind, Frankenhooker, Wizard of Oz. Oh, no, it's Wizard better than Gone Oz. with the Wind. Gone, no, I'm just, you know how nope. long Gone with the Wind is? It's like four hours. And it's, I'm pretty sure they're, it's uh, problematic by today's standards. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whoa, okay, whoa, whoa, I'm going to look up I've never seen <laughs> AFI's they say the top 100 oh, films of all time. Okay, it is Godfather, Godfather 2, <laughs> Frankenhooker. No, you're just reading shit. You're just saying the names of movies. How dare you? According Godfather. to the American Film Institute, Frankenhooker is the third best it movie ever not. made. Right, right before Star Wars Rogue One. Is that your favorite of the new ones? Oh, the new ones, absolutely. It's really? good. Yes, Rogue One is amazing. Yes, I don't, Mike has a problem with Star Wars that's not funny or that isn't lighthearted. Apparently, there's lighthearted <laughs> stuff in uh, Alan Tudyk's in that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he's great. Yeah, no, that movie's amazing. Okay, we're getting off. This is a whole other podcast. This is a whole about, other tangent. Yeah, because I gotta... love Andor so much, and Mike said he doesn't like Andor much. I because it's, it's like too you dour. Haven't seen Solo. Oh, I love Solo. Yeah. See? More than Rogue One, I would hope. No. I liked Rogue Solo's One. Solo's probably my second favorite of the new movies. I like how when we're talking about Mandy, you can't help but to give me like the Slayer. I like, am throwing like, metal horns. One, rather, than horns. rather than pointing with one finger, yes, I am doing you, devil horns. You're constantly doing devil horns. You know horns. what you're doing as you're pointing? You're doing the Polly Walnuts from the Sopranos. Or you're doing the... Listen. The, you're doing uh, the principal from... Uh, breakfast club <laughs> yes don't mess with the bull you'll get the horns the yep. bull, you'll get the horns well if you want to do some drugs and uh watch something kind of fucked up and a little bit metal then maybe mandy's for you okay it's a little bit fucked up and very metal it's pretty metal <laughs> okay it's a if lot you really up, like but... nick cage acting unhinged this is the movie for you it or was not if the you want to watch Nicolas Cage unhinged, watch any Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Here is my only complaint about the movie. It wasn't long enough. <laughs> it wasn't over fast enough for me. That's my complaint. It starts off really surreal. And I think it would have been more effective if as he descended into madness, the movie itself got more surreal as opposed to like all the stuff with his wife before they even get kidnapped. It's all very impressionistic. Mm -hmm. It sort of reminds me of like natural born killers where there's like a scene where they're laying in bed talking and there's sort of like a film being projected over them and stuff. And that's the lighting for the scene. I think if it had been like, well, more conventional and then once all the weird shit started happening, the film itself got weirder and weirder and the lighting got crazier because it yeah it it's gel city with mm. the light design from start to finish and then by the time you get to the end of it it's like the cover of a, a heavy metal magazine uh a heavy metal the comic magazine where it's like him on a motorcycle and uh there's a couple planets that are way too close in the background and uh got a sword as long yeah as- yeah he has yeah, that That's sword right. axe yeah. that uh, apparently was designed to look like the F in the Celtic Frost logo. Also, and, uh, how fucking heavy was that thing? Like, it's all metal. That's not how you make an axe. An axe is a wooden handle. I'm sorry. That was as that's neither here nor there. 
I just feel like that would have been too heavy. Well, you're not Nicolas Cage. Okay. No. You know what? You're right. I'm not. Well, I, I feel like most of the world agreed with Allison because that move, this movie did not make any money. Yeah. What? <laughs> I think that uh, when I looked on IMDb earlier, on a budget of $6 million, it only made back oh, no. $1.3 million. <gasps> And one of the producers was Elijah Wood. Oh, really? Yeah. Elijah Wood. Yeah. See, That's I why when um, the guy making the LSD gives the direction for where the gang is or the cult is he goes north and i was like is he addressing elijah wood <laughs> or like telling elijah wood what his favorite elijah wood movie is <laughs> oh you mean Maybe. the great richard Brake? oh is that who that was yeah the drug dealer or yeah drug, yeah mm-hmm. what's he from he's in a bunch of rob zombie movies oh okay he was in he was the one of the he was one of the guys in 31 yep he was doomhead in 31 and he was uh in Three from Hell. Oh, you know, and the new Monsters movie. And he's uh the 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 Night King in uh Game of Thrones. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Babe, you know what we just saw him in? Huh. He's the he's the old guy in Barbarian. Was he really? Yeah. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, he does a lot of uh does a lot Here, of shit. look at the Celtic Frost logo like close up so you can see the F. It's the X. It's exactly yeah. the X. Yeah, it is. I mean, I guess if you're really into that stuff, like... Are you a Celtic Frost guy at all? I've never heard of them. Oh, God, yeah, that is it. Yeah. You'd probably like the song Procreation of the Wicked. Procreation of the Wicked. Procreation of the Wicked. This is their album, Morbid Tales. That's it's probably a good starting place for old school Celtic Frost. It, that's my favorite album by them and then they did sort of like a novelty cover of the song mexican radio which is like really good i remember in high school i told my friend john that their cover of Mexican radio is my favorite Celtic Frost song. And John was like, you're a fucking poser. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. (laughs) But I like them. Yeah. They're, uh, I'll have to check them out. They're fun. They're good. Good songwriters, like good catchy, you know, they could write a good hook and they're a metal too. So yeah. No, like both of those things. It's sort of like, uh, Slayer, how Slayer before Rain and Blood can take your leave. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Don't tell Gary. Yeah, I know. Oh, so you and I were talking before we started recording about the new Hellraiser. Did you like the design of the Cenobites more or of Rammstein Biker Gang from this? Oh, no, I, I like, threw out the other reference that I, I made. <laughs> yeah, I think I like these guys better. The new Cenobites were too. I like them. I wish they just showed them better. Yeah, because they were just in the dark the whole time. Yeah, and it was—I uh, I don't know—they were a little over-designed, and I don't know. I would have liked some leather, like the old movies. I like of- that they just used their flesh as the uh, yeah. as the outfits and stuff. Like I thought that was—it's a cool badass. idea, but it was like weird because it was like they had like ba- like their flesh was like like weaved into like basket weave. And shit on their chests and stuff. I guess you just don't think that uh, creatures from hell can be into basket weaving. I guess not. They, they're they not just committing psychosexual homicide all the time, Dennis. They have Actually, to have 
like passion projects too. Actually, I think that is kind of what they do all the time is psychosexual horror oh. and torture. Yeah, you may have a point. Dismemberment. I'm wrong. I stand corrected. <laughs> so Fair. normally when we've been doing these uh, episodes, we'll do the preview episode. But since this is a bonus episode, um, we're not doing one. So do you have a recommendation of something that you have been reading, watching besides Andor or <laughs> listening to that you want to give a plug to? I guess the new Hellraiser movie was really great. Okay. I wasn't a huge fan of the Cenobites, but the movie itself was fun. Fucking creepy and gross. The things that Dennis did not like was the only thing I did like about it. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, I have to recommend the new Clutch album, Sunrise on Slaughter Beach. Oh, okay. My favorite band. Cool. Just came out and it kicks ass. Good. You and I have been friends for over 20 years and I'm trying to uh, explore more of the things that you're into. So I've so been. So you guys can get married. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we can get <laughs> married. Because it's so legal now. So. I've been. Uh, I tried to get into COC, but I, I just think I missed the bus on that. So I've been uh, putting my middle finger in my butthole, and I think I'm going to try to stick to clutch too. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what one has to do with the other, but okay. Well, I'm just trying to get into things that you're into. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, buddy, you got to use more fingers than one. Oh, <laughs> my bad. That makes sense. Well, you're a lot more limber than I am. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, I am. Uh, Janice just did a backflip, so. <laughs> right. That's right. He just, John claude Van Damme, did the splits and stretch across a love seat <laughs> and a coffee table. It was amazing. And then he smoked crack. So he did the total John claude Van Damme. <laughs> <laughs> I cut off the part where he smoked the giant rock. Because <laughs> it was, it was, weird. It was yeah. hot. It was intense. And then, it was uncomfortable because I made them stop for 30 minutes. Yeah. Because I, I had to wait for my drug dealer to get here. Right. And then we yeah. had to, you know, prepare and I had to melt it. Down. Whatever. It took a while. So thanks yeah. for your patience, guys. And yeah, I mean. I don't know if you're aware, but you had a heart attack and you were legally dead for a minute and a half. Allison did CPR on you and you blew crack smoke into Allison's mouth. And I'm mad about that. If Harrison is born oh. unable to. Do math. Yeah, do math because you blew <laughs> crack smoke into my pregnant wife's mouth. I. It's far more likely he won't be able to do math because of you're his father. <laughs> but he will have an excellent vocabulary. That's right. Yeah, he'll be he'll smart, be but stop. not in a bankable way. Be- <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Oh, that's funny. That was- it hurts because it's true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry I stole your joke from the other day. It's good. Listen. Sometimes Allison is pregnant enough that I get scared to make jokes like that. <laughs> Listen, there's a lot of hormones going around right now, and they're all inside of me. Yeah. So I'm glad that you made Allison watch Mandy, because now (laughs) she's mad at you and not me. (laughs) That's what friends do. Yes. (laughs) Well, thank you very much for making us watch this. I'm not thanking uh, you, but thanks for being on the podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Not for the movie. How dare you? Next time I'll bring... uh, I can't promise it. I'll probably bring something weird again well it's fine Aaron wants to watch what do you say to a naked lady with us and i really want to watch that That movie is is it funny yeah, it is funny it All is right. surprisingly feminist for something that was made in like the 60s you know what i'm um, here for it. it yeah happy halloween everyone happy Bye-bye. halloween happy halloween bye bye
look with your eyes, not your dick. <laughs> I'm gonna go note bad. All right. Uh, I'm fifty. <laughs>